Hello and welcome to another episode of CryptoCast. Today I'm delighted to be joined by Erica Stanford, who is the founder of the Crypto Curry Club, the best networking emerging tech uh, site for focusing on crypto and blockchain. Hi Erica, it's great to have you on. Hey, thank you for having me, James. It's always fascinating to talk to a networking um, type site, particularly in the current climate where COVID has changed a lot of the way people network. I can see, how has CryptoCurry kind of adapted to the, the new environment in which people are operating? Um, well, I mean, the first thing, obviously, we had to cancel all of the, the, the real life events, which, which has been a real shame because they were just so good at getting amazing people together all in a room. But um, actually, since lockdown started in March, our readership and, and follower numbers have, have gone up by about uh, three times. So um, we've now got uh, several thousand more uh, subscribers than we did at the start of lockdown, which has been great. Um, we've had our newsletter, which has been going out, and that's now read much more internationally than, than it ever was before. And we've been doing uh, regular live chats. So we've been calling them Crypto Curry live chats, trying not to make them sound too much like webinars. But we've been getting a, a Zoom for 100 people, maximum 100 people, and, and having really good conversations with founders of some of the really cool companies, letting them speak and share about what they're doing, but then having a, a closed room where people that are present are able to ask them any questions that they have. Uh, and maxing them at 100 attendees really does allow everyone that does have questions to be able to ask them and get them answered. We've also recently partnered with um, lunchclub.com. So they offer, it's an AI-based platform where anybody can just sign up totally for free. And it you, you enter your profile and, and what you're looking for and who you want to meet. And then it matches, it, it uses AI to match you up with the most relevant people. So then you can have one-on-one -on -one Zoom networking sessions um, with or virtual networking sessions with the people that are most targeted to you according to what you've said your interests and your needs are. So um, it's just a really good way to meet totally new people, but without having to approach them sort of in a cold sense or sort of cold approach them on LinkedIn as it sets it up for you. So that's been really, really cool. We've had some incredible conversations with people either through the CryptoCurry network and also through their wider global network of other people. That, that's really interesting. I think one of the, the interesting issues I'm seeing with some of my clients who are kind of just starting up at the moment and, and kind of trying to build their brand and build awareness is just getting out there and networking. Do you have any advice for people who are kind of at that early stage and are trying to build their network? Um, well, well, it is interesting that even some of the largest companies in the world have commented how much they struggled since everything's gone digital because it's just not the same as having the in-person relationship building. Um, I've always found LinkedIn a, an amazing tool. And the way I, I use LinkedIn is not sort of cold mass mass messaging or mass sort of adding people. Um, but I, I go through LinkedIn very strategically and really look at, at who I think would be the most relevant or the most targeted people to speak to either for attending events in the past or, or to speak to now. So I've had a lot of really incredible conversations um, just from LinkedIn, either by me approaching people that I thought just looked really, really interesting and either asking them to appear on our on our live chats or, or just for other conversations. Um, I mean, the other thing for LinkedIn, if you post really good, interesting, valuable content, you'll inevitably get a lot of people adding you every day and asking you to speak every day. And then you can selectively go through that. So I found LinkedIn a really, really good tool just to, to meet some new um, new relevant people. 
Um, but otherwise, of course, it, it, it is hard. I mean, we're working now on launching a digital platform to connect our members more closely. But um, I, I think the more people can engage with if it is one on one sort of Zoom based networking and just being proactive and, and reaching out to the people that you want to speak to and, and asking for a call. Um, what I've found is some people that I've spoken to that I've reached out to are are a hugely happy to be asked and really happy to talk because everyone's in the same position everyone's been alone everyone's lonely everyone's suddenly stuck at home pretty much since March without being able to go out so um, people are, are really happy to talk and to get to know you uh, and, and so I think partly it's just being proactive and reaching out to people that that are relevant and interesting to you not everyone will say yes but but a lot will and then the more good valuable content you, you can post out yourself people will reach out to you but there are some chat groups we've got a really really engaged interactive whatsapp group with 250 people where people tell me all the time that they end up meeting people and, and setting up conversations just from chatting on that for example uh, I think that's really interesting because actually one, one of the things you've managed to do really successfully is build a community and one things I think a lot of culture projects rely on actually is, is is that sense of a community around um, a project or an idea. If, if you were trying to build a community for kind of a particular token or, or around an idea, do you have any kind of advice for people who are looking to sort of create that? Um, to create a community, it's everyone seems to ask the question, and I think what's really interesting in, in crypto, there uh, even a lot of people from traditional marketing haven't quite worked out yet how to reach the, the very niche crypto community and I think it, it a lot of it is down to having key relationships with people in crypto so you know exactly who you're talking to and who you're looking to approach and then of course it depends what type of, of, of product or project it is if you're looking at the sort of the more institutional side or if you're looking at the more crypto investors or the crypto sort of trader side that they're, they're two different ball games and then you've got also the the business side of crypto so i think in terms of building a, a community around crypto it's being really really super clear on what type of people you're looking to target and where i've had conversations with some crypto companies that have asked me about help with marketing or help with sort of reaching their communities for example often they haven't been very clear on what exact type of people they're looking to target and then it's just about getting the message uh, really clear to that target community. No, that, that's, that's yeah, and actually one, one of the interesting things as well I, I've been reading a lot of is, is your newsletter where you where you put out kind of what the biggest developments are at the moment. Are there any areas which, which, which you think are particularly interesting in the blockchain crypto world at the moment or, or do you think it's all kind of fairly the same? Um, I mean, we're, we're seeing huge developments going on. I mean, the biggest conversation at the moment really going on is uh, the talk around stable coins and, and central bank digital currencies or CBDCs, because there's so much uh, development going on around that. And so many countries around the world are looking at, at launching their own central bank issued digital currencies. Um, I think for me, what I find is, is, is the most interesting for sure is the actual use cases of, of crypto um, where you've got some companies using um, digital currency just as a means of paying people and often people that don't have access to traditional banking. So these are people that are able to make and receive digital payments for the first time in their lives. And there is a lot more conversation now about um, companies and governments and institutions that are looking at using um, cryptocurrency, not in the sort of the volatile trading sense of, of the word that it's often been associated with, but 
at using cryptocurrency in the form of a, a digital currency that is used for making payments um, and often for people that that aren't able to access digital payments or for international um, payments or really focused on micropayments also which have been traditionally much more expensive using fiat currency but the minute you bring crypto into it you've got a whole wealth of possibilities that that are offered such as paying for content or paying to to tip or paying for rewards or paying for incentives or, or, or in loyalty programs, for example, where you can send payments for 1p or less um, using crypto without it really costing anything. And the, the, that type of digital payment hasn't really been viable using fiat currency. So there, there's a lot of use cases that are are coming out. And, and what's been really interesting is, is how many more companies are looking at crypto for the possibilities. And uh, I mean, just as as a, an exercise recently, we went through the list of the all of the companies that that subscribe and read the crypto courier now, and we've got over three and a half thousand now, and they range everything from uh, companies that we would never have thought would would look at reading a newsletter about crypto or blockchain, but it's everything from startups to 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 Google and and Coca Cola, but some of the companies that 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 are reading it and are being active and participating and and really engaging with us and learning more about crypto and blockchain, are everything from supermarket companies and clothing brands and food suppliers and um, and jewelry companies even that are looking at using it more either for um, for rewards or for loyalty programs or for creating communities. Um, around their product. So that's been really, really interesting. Some of those conversations that we've been having around some of these companies that have been reaching out to us about wanting to learn more about crypto, for example, and some of the use cases that they're looking at. And so, of course, do you think that that's been uh, impacted by COVID in terms of, do you think COVID has, has led to a speeding up of digitization or do you think, or do you think actually this has kind of always been the case? It's just that people are more aware of it now than, than it used to be. Um, I, I think the whole move to digitization, it was always going to happen um, to a degree. I, I think COVID has changed things much more than anyone ever thought. I don't think anyone ever thought that, um, that, that for example, going shopping um, to, to physical shops would die so quickly because, of course, it's just such a nicer experience, even if it's less practical and even if it's easier and often cheaper to buy online it's not the same as going in person to a shop and trying something on or seeing something or, or looking at something or even having that in-person uh, communication with people. So I think COVID has changed that, that a lot more than was ever going to happen. And it's really taken a lot of the enjoyment maybe out of out of shopping and out of buying things. But that, that saying, there has been a huge drive from that. And it's just accelerated, I think, what was probably going to happen. And it's driven it far further than it probably would have otherwise happened. But you've got so many brands and companies that now have to create communities and have to create brand loyalty um, in, in ways that they never would have imagined having to do so and, and doing so digitally and making a lot of noise digitally. And, and it's really the companies that are able to create the best and, and the largest communities and make the, the most noise for them themselves digitally that will get ahead. And hence why there has been a lot, a lot more companies looking at using crypto for uh, loyalty programs and for incentives. Than, than we had seen before. Thank you. That, 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 that's really interesting. It's been, I'm fair, that's what we've got time for, but it's been absolutely fascinating to have you on. Th thank you very much for being on. Um, if anyone listening wants to uh, get in contact with Erica, her email address is erica at cryptocurryclub 
dot com. Thank you, Erica, for being on again. No, thank you so much, um, James, for having me on. And um, anyone, of course, can also subscribe to our newsletter, The Crypto Courier.